wonderful justice crew with Gay Sarakis. Gay Sarah, I was getting my tongue tied there a little bit, Jan. Um, the time is eight minutes past four, and of course, you're listening to Rotary in Action on 96.5 Inner FM. Uh, my very special guest today is Jan Sigley from the Rotary Club of Turak. Jan, how long have you been a Rotarian? Well, goodness, I first joined in 92. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was the first female at Turak and, um, and made very welcome, I might say. Groundbreaker. <laughs> exactly, and then their first female president. But then, since then we've had many females, which yeah. is fantastic. And, yes. and why did you join? Well, in, in my day, you were invited to join. And I was a bank manager and in Malvern. And one of the my customers, her husband was a Rotarian in Malvern Rotary. And so they must have heard that uh, Turak had a position for a bank manager. The, the existing one actually retired and moved to the country. And so through... Chinese whispers or whatever, um, I was approached by what I call the three wise men. <laughs> <laughs> and, and let me guess, were you made treasurer of the club? <laughs> I've been a mother, so I don't mind treasurer, but the worst one is secretary, so I always keep away from mm -hmm. that. But yes, um, with banking, I, do, I have been treasurer, yeah. yes. And what are um, some of the things you've been involved with with your club and your rotary activities over the years? Look, fascinating. And um, we uh, we did the Paint Her Heart Out Melbourne um, campaign many years ago, and we actually found some pensioners in Turak. And what was that, actually? Oh, it was fantastic. We... Um, Dulux, I think it was, supplied the paint and we volunteered and painted a pensioner's house from the, from the exterior. The first one we did was near the little Turak Primary School. The neighbours who lived in that street came along and they were very pleased to see us doing it because it upgraded their street as well because the pensioner couldn't afford to mm. have her exterior painted. And then we did one and we actually had Wesley Year 11 students um, help us and I used to drop the paint off in the morning because I think I must have been community service that year <laughs> or whatever and um, our retired pensioners were doing it and they'd be getting the young ones to slip slap slop so that they were looked after and it was a great project and we actually went to Wesley and thanked the school um, at the end of it and the lady who we painted her house had not been outside for 15 years. Oh, isn't that sad? And, uh, and she was just so over the... I mean, initially she thought, we, you know, she want, uh, we wanted payment or whatever, and she just cried when she heard we were going oh. to do it for nothing. That's a fantastic it story. Was, yeah. How long did it actually take? Um, th we did th one in a weekend, and then the other one, yeah, we did it in five days of the week with mm. the school children, yes. Mm. Yeah. And is your club hosted um, international students? Sometimes I think people think, oh, rot rot Rotary Exchange is a big part of that. Have you had exchange students? Yes, we have. When I was youth, we had one from Brazil, um, and uh, she uh, stayed at a lot of our club's members' homes, you know, um, as a guest of their home um, and I know we've had Japanese students prior to my time um, the situation is now with the um uh, the, the age of our club, you know, we're into grandparent stage now, so we've <laughs> yeah. got to wait maybe till the grandchildren get older. Yeah, some clubs are very fortunate to continue. You mm. know, so for example, my club for quite a few years had a project where we exchanged with an inner city school in Melbourne, and we exchanged with a, um, a, a rural high school in Tasmania, and that was amazing. You know, some of the the insights and some of the things you'd hear back, you know, from um, say country students coming to to Melbourne, and some of them have never been, you know, away from Tasmania. So, I think there's so much. 
poetry does, whether it's internationally, locally, or you know, interstate. I, I suppose is, is the way to think. Are there any particular other program highlights you can think of? Oh, you're putting me on the spot, Jill. <laughs> um, look, all, all, my whole time at Rotary has been inspiring. You know, when, when I was approached by the three wise men, you know, it was made very clear, and I liked it, that they expected me to be involved in the community and in the projects. And I must say, it, you know, it lightened my life up doing that. I had a young son at the time. He used to accompany me. And, you know, one night we were just um, helping um, disabled people out of their transport into a music hall in, in Turak because there was a musical being put on for them. In the end, my son was knocking me down because he <laughs> wanted to, you know, help all the people. And we walked home that night and he just said to me, gee, I feel good, Mum. Yeah. And, you know, that's what Rotary is all about. I think, as you say, you know, lots of family and, and, and friends of Rotary, as we call people, come along and, you know, support in, in so many different ways. This week I know that through the district there's a bit of a project happening at Box Hill Hospital, um, some of the all old right. beds, um, some various clubs are getting together and they're um, rather than throw the beds out uh, those beds are being collected and they are going to a warehouse over in I think it's Somerville or Sunshine there and um, that will be shipped off and I know one um, whole container is going to Cambodia because one of the Rotarians has an interest in a hospital over there he goes and volunteers and fixes people's limbs and, and other things and uh, you know there's just so much um, to offer we're going to come back after a, a, a few short messages from our sponsors and, uh, and some other messages as well and we're going to start to talk about a very exciting program that Jan's club and Jan in particular is is involved in and there are ways that we can all help out with this particular project so let's have a few messages and we'll come back very shortly. It's quarter past four and you're listening to 96.5 in AFM and particularly you are listening to the Rotary in Action Hour. Uh, we talk about all things Rotary, some fantastic things, our supporters of Rotary, as well as address some very, very exciting projects. And today my co-hosting guest is Jan Sigley from the Rotary Club of Turak and we've been talking about um, Jan's club but also some things that she's been um, involved in. But particularly today, Jan, I wanted to... Res um, sort of really focus I guess on one particular project and that is something that is called well it's it's a peculiar name I suppose but once you explain it it won't be so you know so different and that's the recycled sound project um, what is it and how did it start right uh, the name took a while to establish actually you know we kept sort of brainstorming but anyway we came up with recycled sound um, it started uh, you know it just, it just shows the power of Rotary uh, Elaine Saunders who is a, a top audiologist at Blamey Saunders she's also a Melbourne a Rotarian at the Rotary Club of Melbourne and she was speaking at our club one night and I was chairperson and we were chatting and in between and uh, I just happened to say wouldn't it be great if we could recycle hearing aids like they do spectacles because my club had always collected spectacles for spec savers and lions and so forth and anyway we just chatted on anyway I got a phone call or an email from her a couple of weeks later saying I think we might be able to do something about that well it just went into action 
and the back part of the program, which was a technical part, came together so brilliantly and so quickly. And just to explain, yeah. Elaine Saunders of Blamey Saunders, is yes. a, she's a Rotarian as well. She's with the Rotary Club of Melbourne. That's right. And so she's a you know, top audiologist. I've, I've, she's come to our club to speak and very entertaining, very um, interesting interesting lady, but um, dedita- dedicated really to, to giving people hearing aids at um, a reasonable cost. Mm. That, that was the message I got when she, she spoke. So she said, okay, um, I'll come on board. Well, no, and, and what I didn't know, look, I knew nothing about hearing, um, you know, in that way. It was just a chance conversation we had. But then Elaine explained to me that people between the ages of 26 to 65 do not receive government assistance for their hearing aid they need it. They're also a very expensive item. They can range from $5,000 to $12,000, which is a lot of money you have to come up with when you're diagnosed with a hearing um, impairment or something. So that then showed me there was a need for that in the lower socioeconomic groups. Right now, the people in the other groups, up to 26 and over 65, who are, you know, on a low socio socioeconomic um, income, uh, the government does look after them very well. They get hearing aids and when they need new hearing aids and everything else. But there's only so much in the box. You know, we have to pay taxes to do all this. Yeah. So this... This gap area was where we decided to work on. And if we go back to sort of the, the whole subject of hearing, I, I think it's one of the most important, you know, senses of cause. You know, yeah. eyesight as well. You talked about, you know, things you've done with spectacles. Um, but I, I do remember Elaine Saunders mentioning that um, if you don't actually go and get your hearing tested and you don't have access to, say, hearing aids, and there's various exercises you can do to stimulate your brain, you know, make yeah. sure you sort of... Keep, keep what you've got in terms of hearing, I suppose. Um, there, there are some dire consequences, and, uh, and social isolation is one of them. Very much. An alienation from your family because, you know, um, with your hearing impairment, you can't hear them correctly. They get frustrated because they've got to repeat things or come closer. And also the person that is hearing impaired can suffer speech disability mm. because of not hearing properly mm. and uh, so it is very important that if a person has he- a hearing impairment that they are given hearing aids and, and helped with that impairment mm. you know and this is what we're finding now with the fact that we can collect the hearing aids and there is a ready-made market for us in this group between 26 and 65 and we're not competing with audiologists because these people would not be able to go into an audiology company and pay for their hearing aids. Mm. So we even get support from audiologists in the audiology community mm. and, um, you know, that's excellent if too. If someone was listening and they know of someone that could, could benefit or in, mm. indeed, you know, the, the listeners could benefit themselves... How would they find out about the program? Fine, because what happened when Elaine, you know, sent me that we could do this program, and I said about the back area, she introduced me then to the wonderful people at Better Hearing in Paran, and believe it or not, they have the only hearing aid bank in the whole of Victoria. But really? Yes. And it just happened to be in our catchment area and uh, it's been a wonderful relationship between our club and between Better Hearing. So they had the client base but it is expanding now because the more recycled sound gets promoted, the more people who need their services are finding out about the whole program. Mm. So we had this ready-made market but they didn't necessarily have the hearing aids because... 
not every hearing aid works for a person. It's got to be reprogrammed. It basically comes in and it's got to be cleaned and checked that it does work. Some don't work out of the ones that, we, that are donated and then they've got to be reprogrammed for that individual. So, you know, we need to collect more hearing aids than there are people. Okay, so where someone knows of an old hearing aid lying around or perhaps you've just upgraded or you know that there's a relative or friend or neighbour in, in, in your facility area ha has one, um, how, do we, how do we donate? Oh, look, please go onto our website, which is www.recyclesound.org.au and then my mobile number, which I'll give out now, is 0419... Eight seven double eight nine six. So that's zero four one nine eight seven double eight nine six. So that's definitely yours. And of course, there's always um, the good old Google, I suppose. But you know, yeah. I'll give it. I'll give out that um, yep. uh, web address again. That's www.recycledsound.org.au. That's correct. And can I just mention, Jill, that we have collection points, which I'll talk to you about, but I'm in the process of putting these collection points on our website. So if someone goes on the website and they're in Stoddington, for instance, all the Stoddington libraries are collection points. But if there isn't one nearby, that's why they ring me and I arrange for them to be picked up or posted or whatever. Oh, that's an absolutely brilliant program. I think it's time for a, another song, and so very shortly we will listen to a song before we come back and hear some more about this absolutely fantastic program of Jan Sigley and the Rotary Club of Turak, Better Hearing are involved, Good on you, better hearing. Good on you, Flamey Saunders and Elaine Saunders. Um, you know, putting up your hand and actually, you know, do, doing something that um, will, you know, benefit so many people. So let's listen to some more music. Welcome back. That uh, was the uh, wonderful Kelly Clarkson. Uh, speaking about the heartbeat song and the time's 26 minutes past four. You're listening to Rotary in Action and it's 96.5 Inner FM of course. Um, I'm Jill Weeks and my very special guest and co-host today is Jan Sigley from the Rotary Club of Turak and uh, we've been talking about all things Rotary of course but in particular a very special program that uh, Jan has uh, got going called Recycled Sound and for further information we'll just repeat that website. It's www.recycledsound.org.au or of course you can always contact Jan if you'd like some more information or perhaps you've got a hearing aid to donate and uh, Jan's mobile number is 0419-87-8896 and uh, it's certainly worthwhile jotting that down or going and doing a Google search and uh, it's certainly a very, very important program in that uh, people uh, donate I guess you'd call them used hearing aids, uh, Better Hearing Australia, Blamey Saunders are doing a wonderful uh, job as well and they recondition, I suppose the word is Jan, um, recondition the, the hearing aids and um, you know give them to people who otherwise would not normally be able to afford them and we know that hearing is so important. Well Better Hearing are the ones who do the reprogramming and, and that is the important part because that's the individual part and it can take them up to six hours to fit, do the after care and whatever they're wonderful in that 
it's, nothing is too much for them. You know, um, that's, they're a not-for-profit organisation and they do actually get government funding to do, look after people who have had hearing aids and are having trouble adjusting to them or the hearing aids need adjusting or something. So they're the ones that do all that wonderful technical work. But, yes, we are grateful for Blamey Saunders and we have some other audiologists who do the cleaning and the checking for us. Yeah, yes. a, a amazing program. And, and it just really happened. You had that conversation. Just an absolute fluke. Um, it, it's wonderful, though, that it did. It was just, you know, talking, discussion. That's what I love about Rotary because Rotarians do go into action like... Elaine could have gone back and done nothing, but she didn't. And then when she contacted me, we put our heads together and started on it. didn't take long because, as I said, the technical part, which was the hardest part, she did. The marketing part, which is promoting that we have somewhere for your recycled hearing aids and that we are able to install them or fit them into people and, and there is that need, that was something that was a bit strange because I'm logistical. I'm not very creative. But I've even had other Rotarians give me assistance on designing the posters to go up in the collection sites you know it's wonderful how people come on board and help you out mm. and we should just ask the question mm. I think you've been going about 18 months mm -hmm. and I believe that it is a wonderful amount or number I should say number of hearing aids have been collected so up till um, from November 14 up to about April how many Hearing aids did you initially have or donated? From November 2014 mm. to this April, mm. yes, we've connected 13,080 hearing aids roughly, and that's fantastic. 13,000 or? No, 1,300. Mm. Sorry, 1,300. We want 1,380. No, 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 sorry, 1,380. Yeah. But mm. the other inspiring thing is that year to date, in four months, we've already connected, collected 572 hearing aids. So it's not going to stop. There are so many out there, Jill, mm. deceased estates. People know how much their mum or dad paid for that hearing aid. They don't want to throw them out. They don't know where to send them, and that's our job Rotary Club of Turak and Rotary to get out there that there is somewhere you can send them and I've had some very touching moments where a loved one's yelled out to me as I walk down the path you will make sure that someone who needs them gets them oh. and I said yes of course isn't that brilliant? Well I know that you, you actually gave me some information on various people mm -hmm. who um, you know, who have benefit, and it's nothing like a, a you know a real story, a case study. No, there's a good and, and uh, I know that there was one lady called Amanda, and uh, she lives in the eastern suburbs of Melbourne. And she was born with a moderate to severe hearing loss, and oh, and you know um, she got a hearing aid about eight years old, and then 19 years old due to peer pressure, she ceased wearing a hearing aid. So that would be a big thing way back then, I imagine. Um, anyway, she's kept struggling through her 20s without them, and then she's got married, and she's got three young children, and one of her children has a hearing loss. Would you like to tell us a little bit more about that? Well, can I get you to... All right, I'll... Thank you. <laughs> there are so many wonderful stories. And, um, and and we do sort of think that, you know, maybe, um, you know, her mothering and that with the hearing impairment was being impaired as well because of this. And, and when you say about this peer pressure, it is a big thing with the young ones still today. Yeah. Um, so that's why it's important that they get that TLC aftercare, you know, when they are fitted to know that they 
do actually help with How the hearing like loss. If, you, if you got fitted with mm. a hearing aid and you know you went back for an adjustment or you know mm. technically made it made it correct I suppose is the right, right phrase how many times would you go back and do you go back on six monthly or 12 monthly checks or, or is it that's it for, for life? Or? Well this is where better hearing comes in and this is I would really recommend you know people to contact me or send we've got um, email contact on the website and put down what their problem is but they will take as much time as a person needs if they're feeling that they're not getting the best results from their hearing aids you know I've seen from uh, queries coming I'm not the technical person you know, my job is to make the project yeah. become known in the community. But I have seen where a lady did send um, a query to Better Hearing and I saw their reply, which is, you know, just something that they knew straight off the top, but this lady obviously didn't, but they then welcomed her to come back to them if that didn't, you know, um, assist her and so forth. But they can need a lot of um, help afterwards, you know, and, uh, and in fairness, a lot of audiology clinics don't have the time, but Better hearing do because they get this funding to help people in that group. And just remind us, whereabouts are better hearing? They're situated in 5 High Street, Paran, mm -hmm. but their um, phone number's on our site as well um, and it, as I said please use that email, the contact email, because I get that sent through to my email So that's um, recycledsound.org.au That's Go right. there and you press the contact and you can you can chat to, to people who've got any queries Well just, um, you know, send your email email about what it is and then I will immediately, if it's something I've got to do, I'll act on it. If it's someone wants to be a collection point or if it's someone who's needing better hearings assistance, I will forward it to them but I'll get back to you and let you know and follow it through for you. It's just a, an absolutely amazing program and Rotary isn't amazing. It's uh, certainly an amazing organisation and really gets things up and going once once there's an idea and once there's a need, um, as you say. We're going to come back after a few messages. What is time is 24 minutes to 5. You're listening to the Rotary in Action program and uh, I've got a very special guest today and Jan Sidley from the Rotary Club of Turek. But Jan, do you realise that we also have not only people around Melbourne and Victoria, we have someone in the UK listening. I think oh, I might wonderful. know that person. It might be a Janet, I'm not sure. <laughs> just, just a little hint. And also people in Germany, Sydney, South Australia and the Northern Territory. So thank you very much for listening. And if you'd like to know more about this fabulous project that Jan has, has um, organised as well as the Rotary Club of Turak, head to the website recycledsand.org.au. It's a fantastic project. Collecting hearing aids, uh, they get, um, you know, I, I guess re reorganised uh, better Hearing, Blamey Saunders, a whole lot of other people that um, you know really support the program, and they're given to people who would otherwise perhaps not normally have um, any access to to hearing aids. And during the break, we were just talking about a fantastic feel-good story about a lady who was about to go for a job, I believe. Yes, she was um, in her fifties. I don't know her name. I've just Better Hearing communicate these things to me, you know. Um, and she's in her fifties, long-term unemployed. And uh, she went for a job interview and, and was successful. But part of the hiring procedure was she had to have a medical assessment and they found she had hearing impairment. So the situation was she had to have hearing aids or she wouldn't get the job. Guess who 
got the hearing aid. She did via the Recycled Sound program and Better Hearing, and she's now full-term employed. Yeah, fantastic. And there are so many people out there. You know, they don't have to be in that situation like that Amanda you were talking about. She really needed the hearing aids to help her with her mothering skills, and she heard her youngest child for the first time when she had the hearing aids fitted. Amazing experience. I I was uh, noting another... um, Story that uh, Better Hearing had had uh, given you that uh, a man from Country Victoria, Michael from Country Victoria, was born with a moderate to severe hearing impairment, and he was entitled as a child to hearing aids through the government system. But since adulthood, he has uh, struggled to find work, and he's been on a disability support pension, and the criteria change for the pension, and so he's no longer eligible for the pension and had to gain employment working as a security guard, and he was financially unable to replace his hearing aids, and he. He was got a good voice. Benefit. And so it's, it's wide-ranging. And, and the question, I guess, comes up is that the, the story of Michael from country Victoria, are you in the country yet? Well, this is the wonderful thing. The original plan was to set it up in Stonington initially, but we had this overwhelming support when people heard about the project so that I've got collection sites in rural Victoria, uh, Mafra, Ballarat, Warnable. These are through other Rotary clubs. They've set those up for me. And yes, Better Hearing does visit country areas, so um, mm. we can. We you know we haven't sort of well, yeah. got to encapsulate the whole of Victoria, but that is our plan. Mm. And you know we would even like to, if someone's listening, look at establishing it in the other parts of Australia with assistance from people who live in those states. Well, not only other states, but our listeners in the UK, Germany. Yes. <laughs> around around Australia, around the world, uh, it'd be a fabulous thing if it really took off and it became there. Because talking about worldwide, um, you know, countries, etc. There was another story I know about a Ben who Ben who was a refugee who arrived from Iran two years ago and he enjoyed art and drawing since his youth and uh, loved drawing comics he saw on TV and he actually went to university and studied um, industrial design and he required hearing aids um, but he was unable to access them whilst in Iran and Victorian hearing aid bank fitted Ben with two hearing aids in 2014 and this met, opened up many, many opportunities for Ben especially learning English and of course you do need to be able to hear you know, that to really does help. Yeah. That's right. And he's a fluent speaker now and communicates uh, conflict with people and he's the best thing I suppose, and, or not only to be able to hear but the, from that, his art and photography has been published and he's had some work commissioned and uh, without being able to hear he would not have learned English and I, I guess that we get back to that self-confidence um, situation and perhaps withdrawing into yourself if you don't really you know have that ability to hear well exactly i just wanted to go back to one point Mm. because um jill sorry because of rotary being worldwide this is the advantage when we're talking about going to throughout australia or whatever another rotary club may hear about the project and pick it up and with our assistance set it up there this is where we have a wonderful advantage being rotarians because we have that database to call on and it's a real network isn't it oh look it is and it's a community it really is a community if you need help they'll give it to you and the, just the variety of cases the variety of stories um, you know you may in your mind think oh look I know some people involved but there's just so many I noticed there was another story about a lady um, undergoing cancer treatment mm. and you know obviously if you're you know not well and you, you sort of got problems with the hearing as well um, she was actually affected 
contracted um, when she was un going through cancer treatment and unable to ex access hearing aids through the federal government scheme and uh, she and her husband had to reduce their working capacity. They were unable to access um, hearing aids through the private market. That's and, right. um, she said her hearing actually affected her mood, which is totally understandable if you're getting frustrated and feeling a bit lonely as well. And she said, thank goodness for the hearing aid bank at Better Hearing Australia. So um, they helped me through reconditioned hearing aids and uh, she's, you know, it's so important for health and, and well-being. So there's just a, a few of the many stories that uh, Better Hearing provides, but uh, it sort of touches all parts of the community. Oh, it does. One person who is hearing impaired, she said to me, it's the... Um, the, I'm trying to say you don't know they've got a disability when they're hearing impaired. It's the not silent. I'm trying to say it's the uh, I can't think of the word she used, but it was so apt because you can see people are blind or you can see people have got uh, legs missing or limbs or whatever. But with hearing impaired, it could be the man sitting on the tram next to you and you wouldn't have a clue. You wouldn't have a clue. No, yeah. no. no it's, it's just a fantastic initiative, and I hope people really go to that website. That's uh, www.recycled sound.org.au um, and, and have, have a look at it and, and contact Jan and say, look, I know that someone, know I've got an old hearing aid or can you help me? So we really get a kickstart this, not that it really needs much more because you've done so well with, you know, over 1,300, but of course there's so much more that, you know, we actually could do. I think it's time for another song, so we'll listen to a song and we'll be back very shortly. And that was Jetty Road and the fabulous Jetty Road. That was off their latest CD, which is Hearts on Fire and uh, that's the, uh, the Jetty Road people who the group was named after their um, the girls' home town lane, I suppose you'd call it, down in Nungurna in East Gippsland. And they lived at Jetty Road, Nungurna, so that's why they called their group, uh, you know, Jetty Road. Um, the time is 13 minutes to 5. You're listening to Rotary in Action. I'm Jill Weeks, and my co-host today is Jan Sigley from the Rotary Club of Turak. Just before we talk a bit, little bit more about um, the wonderful Recycled Sound project that uh, Jan has on offer, I'd like to... Remind everyone, make sure you're listening at 5 o'clock after the news for the wonderful Bob Claven and Joanne. Joanne, the elephant lady. I'll, um, I'll tell you about why Joanne's the elephant lady. It's not her size, it's her passion for elephants. So please listen to their wonderful music and uh, you know other information that they impart after 5 o'clock. So it's Bob Claven and Joanne after the news and weather at 5pm. I have an announcement from the Rotary Club at Doncaster who in partnership with the Manningham City Council and Manningham Community Health Services presents Laughs, the laughing all abilities really friendly singers. Laughs is a choir aimed at people with chronic illness who use music that can help ease some of the effects of, the, of their condition. Singing is great for easing pain and discomfort and with Laughs it's also free. Everyone loves to sing. Escape your world for two hours a week and sing with us. No negativity, no criticism, no pressure. All you need is a willingness to forget your troubles and sing. The really friendly group gathers on Mondays between 1pm and 3pm at MC Square 687 Doncaster Road, Doncaster. There's easy access, a great new room, convenient facilities, comfortable surroundings and even wonderful views. For further information about the laughing, all abilities, really friendly singers, contact Leon Moore on 0412 932 795. That number again is 0412 932 794. That has been another community service announcement. 
Great washing at Doncaster Laundry Room. Don- My very special guest and co-host today is Jan Sigley from the Rotary Club of Turek. Jan, we've been hearing all sorts of wonderful uh, things about recycled sound, giving, I guess giving the gift of hearing back to so many people in our community, so many different sections of the community too, not just, um, you know, perhaps you've sort of with maybe elderly people, it's younger people, it's older people, it's, we talked about a, a refugee before and also someone that hasn't been so well and, um, you know, lost their hearing um, undergoing some treatment for cancer answer as well. What sort of things are on the to-do list or what's on your wish list for this program? Um, my wish list and, and the one gap that I suppose I have is um, getting the hearing aids from people all over Victoria at the moment back to Better Hearing or to um, the Rotary Club of Turax postal address and um, I, I would love Australia Post for instance do offer other recycling companies free postage back to a central point but I don't have any contacts at Australia Post so if anyone does please let me know. I Also maybe a freight company had come on board. I mean, I feel terrible when a little old pensioner rings me and says, how do I get it back to you, Jan? Now, I usually, you know, organise it and send, but I've had, I've had some who do pay for the postage to come back, which they can ill afford. When, when you say the postage coming back, if, if uh, you mean to, to get their hearing aid reconditioned? No, no, sorry. It's, it's to get the hearing aid to us. They want to donate it oh, because the pensioners do get the ability, you know, from the federal government, the assistance. So they might have an old hearing aid and they hear about the yep. program they, and they really love recycling too mm. and they want they ring me and I've got the collection sites but they're not everywhere so I really would wish that I could get some help with the postage or getting the things picked up and delivered to a central point. Mm. Um, yes, that's my big wish list. And when, when you're saying there's some older people you know, mm. that, that around, I imagine there's some clubs around that perhaps um, have older people congregating or you know, would like to have a central point to donate hearing aids. So perhaps that's another thing to talk at down the track. Well, is if anyone wants to be a collection point, yes, please ring me. Um, you know, um, I've, I've got aged care um, facilities and so forth on board. You would be amazed who has volunteered to be a collection point and put, we have posters for them to put up, um, which, you know, do attract the attention. I have collection receptacles for them to put the uh, hearing aids in and we have flyers talking about recycled sound and uh, it, it isn't a big deal to be a collection point but it is a wonderful thing and so helpful for the project if someone is. Mm. So Australia Post, I hope someone's listening yes, to Australia me Post. too. I hope the and CEO's so, listening. <laughs> <laughs> well you never know, you might be driving along yes. this thing. Um, you know that's something to, to have a conversation with and yes. uh, as you say you know sort of sending something back to you um, if they're saying look we've got all these hearing aids how do we get them to you is a big thing. Well that, that 1380 we didn't get them in one big block they came in dribs and drabs or through a collection point you know sending us and you know like as I said these wonderful rotary clubs they just continually promote it for us and they'll send they might have sent 12 deliveries forgot also to mention Country Women's Association fantastically they put it in their newsletter and all the women in the country areas donate their hearing aids back to them and they send them to us so it really would help
it's just an amazing program because I, like you, it's better hearing, for example, Blamey Saunders, the other audiologists, etc. Um, you know, saying, "Hey, we'll come on board. Um, we'll, we'll help you out," and that's in, incredibly generous. It's really putting back into the community. Yes, it is, and people who haven't thought about it, you know. And as I said, once you do something for the community, you really benefit yourself. I mean, well, it's a feel-good thing. Puts a it? smile on your face. Yes, <laughs> yeah. it does. Yes. And, and I'm sure, you know, better hearing could almost write a book about the wonderful stories uh, oh. of people that they've helped. Oh, they do. Sometimes they're in tears. Mm, It's it's certainly a wonderful program and uh, we wish you all the very best and I'd just like to repeat some of those contact points. Um, The program Jan's been talking about today is Recycled Sound and the website is www.recycledsound.org.au and Better Hearing, um, big tick for Better Hearing as well, their uh, phone number is 95101577. That's 95101577 and you said they are located Paran. Five High Street, Paran. Five High Street, Paran. So, you know, look it up on the, the internet or look it up near the telephone. They have book. a great website. Mm-hmm. And they have a great website. And certainly they, um, they will know what you're talking about if you've sort of say, well, even if you've got an idea for someone in your neighbourhood that you think would benefit of actually, you know, uh, going and having a chat about getting a hearing aid. They do hearing tests there, um, you know. Um, but as I said, they've got, you can either do the contact on the recycled sound and it will get passed through to them or whatever. There's plenty of contact you've given there. Thank you, Jill. Mm, that's, that's a pleasure. I just think it would be a wonderful program to, to really uh, launch, go right round Australia because I would imagine some of the uh, more remote communities in Australia would, would benefit from um, recycled sound. We'd love to uh, have the government pick this up you know, with funding, not not establishing another bureaucracy, just with funding mm, would I th- be fantastic. I think there might be an election coming up soon. <laughs> <laughs> you never know your life. Don't laughing. you watch TV, Jill. <laughs> I've heard something about it. I, I must, must Google it. I must have a look at look about all those things. Let's have a couple more music, uh, sorry, beg your pardon, a couple more announcements and we'll be back very shortly. Well, unfortunately, we're nearly finished another edition of Rotary in Action on 96.5 Inner FM. My very special guest today has been Jan Sigley from the Rotary Club of Turek talking about recycledsound.org.au. Jan, thank you so much. Thank you, Jill. We will go out um, with some music and we will be uh, very shortly joined by the wonderful, wonderful Justin.